Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley, and of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today, we're talking about Survivor 45, Episode 9, and Mary. We can't go one episode in this post-merge game without someone, if not multiple people, apparently, losing their vote. Just like everyone being available, voting all at once, just not an option. I know. It's so much fun. Yeah. So interesting. It was so interesting. This, these are words that we're saying out of our mouth. It wasn't a bad episode. It was just, I feel like the twist, we were so nervous about it and I still didn't like it. I was glad that they were had the chance to get their vote back. But overall, it was just kind of like a predictable episode, even with that twist happening. I would prefer that nobody lost their vote and then they go yeah. to the logic puzzle it's kind of like be like the Brandon. I remember back when Brandon Drew and Bruce did this. It wasn't the same puzzle, but when they all like went on that journey, and it was like you can go for this puzzle, and if you lose, you lose your vote. But if you do it right, you get whatever it was. Yeah, that would have been better, I guess. In the, in this case, it could have been something not as powerful as losing your vote. I mean, losing your vote would be if you lost. Yeah, but I think option. I don't like when the options not there. I'm not a fan of losing well, just automatically. Sure. I don't know if the outcome would have been any different if they hadn't lost their vote, though. Like, I think Kendra was going home tonight no matter what. Yeah, so, basically. It didn't really affect the game, I guess. Basically. We, by the way, for those who are listening, obviously, like, imagine if you were just watching and not listening. This would be a very weird video on YouTube to be tuning into. Thank you for listening. For those who are listening, though, I want to mention that there are some big shifts this week in our winter analysis. Tomorrow, Mary and I are doing a full-blown one. But there were some huge things revealed in secret scenes that I did mention to Rebecca. But mm -hmm. you have all the details because last week I only got to skim them before I tuned in with Rebecca. But you have all the details. So we should be able to get deep into that and how does it affect the winner rankings. But yeah, my top three has changed tonight. Really? My top has changed tonight. Yeah. My number one. Your number one has changed? Yes. Oh, wow. I am surprised. All right. Well, I just want to tease that because it's going to, it's coming up. It'll be, uh, we'll talk about throughout the podcast. So it's going to be throughout the whole thing. But I, I just want to point out, like, there's been some shifts. We're in episode nine. It's about time we figure out who the winner is. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Because our track record from 39 through 44 is by this episode, by the end of episode 10, we always have the winner figured out with the exception of 43. We didn't know Gabler. We were so wrong. Well, so, I, so wrong. I wouldn't say we. I say you. You didn't usually. know Gabler was no, winning. No, no, no. I know. You, you're like, but this time of the season, we have figured it out. I'm like, no, you might have it figured out. Or maybe I might have it figured out. But I don't think we often agree about who is going to win. In 39, we both agreed Tommy was going to win. Okay, Tommy. After the merge. I'm going to walk yeah. through the seasons. 40, we both knew Tony was winning after like episode seven or eight. It was like the second merge episode. Like, it's got to be Tony. Yeah. 41, Erica, we figured out after the Shan vote off, which was episode 10. 42. See, I, never, I don't think I thought it was Erica. Okay. Well, then I did. Because I remember I remember going like, holy crap, the Shan vote off is huge. So uh, that was the only good episode of that season. 42, Marianne, I had her I had her in the top three from the very first episode, but then I, I locked in on her pretty early because yeah. it was so obvious. They were repeating hints from 41. Anyways, 43, as I said, I didn't know it was Gabler. At no point. In fact, yeah. going to the finale, I had Gabler at the bottom of my ranking, so I really didn't know. And then 44, Jam Jam. I mean, I had Jam Jam, Franny, and MGM locked in episode one, just like Marianne. And, and uh, oh, I said Jonathan and Tori were going to be top three. I was wrong on that. But 
I had the winners. I've had the winners locked in by the time we get to episode 10. I usually start agreeing with you by episode 10. It might be what it is. Maybe. But I'm saying that we're at the end of episode nine. We got one episode before I say I'm going to have it locked in for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think tonight I'm like, I'm heavily leaning towards who I think will be winning. But by the end of the episode next week, I think I'm ready to lock in. Good. Episode 10. We'll keep it consistent. But your number one has changed. I'm very My number one has changed from past weeks. This is true. Mm -hmm. In other news, in personal news, in bigger news. In bigger news than Well, bigger news in our personal lives. (laughs) Yes. Mary, tell them. My book released last week and it it was a really good release weekend. Um had a lot of compliments and interest and shares and purchases and it's just been really exciting to see. Now when you say your book. Yes, sorry. My sequel, Egan the Brave, a fantasy middle grade novel, which is the sequel to my first fantasy middle grade novel, novel, Egan the Small, which came out last year. And I'm really excited about it. I, I don't What else do you want to know? Well, I just wanted to point out that it released last week. Last week, your voice was was not very good. That's true. And so you didn't weren't able to put as much excitement into it the day before <laughs> it released or day of it releasing. Yes, but yeah. here we are a week later. It released last week. Thank you to all who bought it. On Amazon. Yes, it's on Amazon. Links in the description. If you buy the Kindle paperback or hardcover and you DM me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, or you email me proof of purchase, I will message you back every Patreon video. It's currently available. Every Patreon. Every Patreon video. That is like nine or ten at least. So that includes like Parvati Shallow, Sandra. Uh, I'm tripping. Russell's isn't quite done yet, so I can't offer his. There's quite a few. Top of my head, Party Shallow and Sandra are the big ones. Oh, Ceri's Big Brother video. I almost forgot. I slaved away on that video. And slave is the right word. I slaved <laughs> away on that video. So anyways, if you want to buy Mary's book, we greatly appreciate it. And that goes for if you buy Egan the Small as well, because that is the first book. Why would you buy the sequel without reading the first one? So, all right, let's move on. So I do want to make a correction to last week. It's not both of us were right. And yet both of us were wrong. (laughs) When Kelly got voted off last week, I said she talked to Austin. You said she talked to Emily. People in the comments, Mary, made a stand for you and for me. They were like, Wesley was right. No, wait, team Mary. Mary is right. These are different people saying picking teams. And I'm like, well, we're all wrong because Kelly talked to Austin and then she talked to Emily. So she talked to both. Yeah, we're all right. Yeah, no, I'm saying we're all wrong and we're all right. Yeah. It was weird seeing people going, no, I, I'm team Mary. Like, uh, it wasn't really a team thing. I just, we just, I saw her talk to Austin. I started writing notes. You missed her talking to Austin. Then you started talking to Emily. Yes. While I was taking notes. We just, yes. we, that's why we're both here. Yeah, I get half the story. <laughs> you get the other half. <laughs> that's basically it. So, all right. Uh, just want to make that correction. We were all wrong. And yet we were all right. Okay. So. We start the episode and I thought at first, I thought this could be really good for Kendra's story. You did. Because Kendra misses Kelly. Jake's so happy. Don't be wrong. Jake's happy. He's like, hi, I'm Jake. I'm, I'm still in Survivor. In his voice. Yeah. Uh, but Kendra says Kelly's a jury vote for her. If she reaches the end, I was like, oh, is Kendra locked no. into final three? No. Well, no. thanks, Mary. No, even, I have 2020 20 vision as well. Even when that happened. Even I'm that- from the future also. <laughs> Even when that came up, I know it was just kind of showing how out of the loop she was, in my opinion. Like, well, yes, Kelly is her friend, but 
you can't be thinking about jury boats right now. You've got to get to the end. Like, and she's sitting on the beach crying and there's a sad music. If she music. had a beer, her, she would be drinking it for her yeah. dad and for Kelly. And then it's like she gets interrupted by everyone else just having fun. So again, showing how she's yeah. completely on the outs and like not on the same page as everybody. I it was a good this is a very character driven episode. If she had made it through the episode, then sure. But even then, I was yeah. not. I was definitely. I was. I've never thought Kendra was gonna yeah. win. On my my picks, I picked Kendra and Jake, which were the two that were talked about. I can't believe you had Kendra on your and team this this year. I did have her on my team. I had Austin. I had Austin. I do have Austin. He's like my best pick. And I had Sifu and Caleb and Kendra. I don't know why. We're talking about, by the way, the My Picks yeah. app where we have our fantasy league, the Once Upon an Island Fantasy League. I'm sure it's not too late to join, but heck, are we done nine weeks? So if you're playing at this point, it's really just for fun. You can join me in the very I mean, bottom. You, yeah, the right. very bottom. Bruce is killing it for me, though, with these immunity wins. I got to say. So any if he plays his idol correctly, I'm sure that's a bunch of points. So they, uh, the people, they tell Bruce. That Kelly wanted to turn on him, which is actually true. At first, I was like, oh, they're just messing with him. I'm like, no, actually, Kelly no, was. True. I mean, that's not the reason they voted her off. No. But that's but that, that is truthful. And he's like, oh, I'm overbearing. That sucks. This was like my favorite part of the episode. Well, not favorite, but it was it was like, yeah, it was very endearing because Bruce gets really emotional about it. And he's like, that's not my personality. And I'm going to go home and. Talk to my wife and my daughter and make sure I'm not being like this yeah. with them. If and I am, I need to change. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a redemption arc. Yeah. It yeah. was a redemption arc. I think there's a, there's a difference between like, even though he thinks he's treating Kelly like his daughter, Kelly doesn't know Bruce and he hasn't gr grown up with Bruce and known his mannerisms and everything like that. Yeah. So like, I'm sure he's a great dad and I'm sure his daughter, I'm sure. Sure, his daughter is not is gonna be like, Dad, you're fine. But I don't know. I I don't know. I'm just the dynamic with them is different than him and Kelly, right, obviously. Right. And he but he does have stuff to learn and I'm willing like I'm glad it showed him being humbled and being willing to learn. Yeah. And in this episode, he was super chill. I mean, he wasn't there was no crazy was Uncle Bruce, Bruce at all. Yeah. So that was kind of I mean, kind of nice. It reminded me of Emily, though it happened way later in the season. Emily yeah. got gut checked by Lu the whole Lulu tribe after that first episode. And she made a change for the better here. Mm -hmm. Bruce is in episode nine, getting a huge gut check and not only, and this is goes for him goes beyond just the game goes into his personal life. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to kind of mix this all together because it cuts between things, but we'll talk about it. Bruce gets a sob story, but I feel like like Jake and like Kendra, it was earned Kendra. I say earned because she naturally led into it. Jake naturally led into it. Bruce naturally led into it. Dee's sob story was out of spite for Sean. I didn't feel like it was naturally led into. Yeah. But we've had four sob stories on the season mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. Uh, Bruce's, he's a, he was a foster child. Well, yeah, he was a foster child. He's not currently a foster child. That'd be <laughs> insane. He was a foster child. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. I didn't know that about Bruce. Mm -hmm. I mean, I follow him on Twitter. I didn't know that. I'm sure that's not something you're just like posting about. I'm... I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's really cool. Yeah. That was a good backstory. It naturally went with everything. Because last week we mentioned he won immunity, and it's like he kind of, like, talked about something that could have been a sob story, and they didn't. We're like, oh, no, mm -hmm. that's probably not good. But, huh, interesting. So it's a, it's definitely the redemption arc episode for Bruce. 
Katura, I think only briefly, I don't know if you knew this about her. She hates Bruce, but she only <laughs> like briefly mentioned that she hated Bruce. It was her worst mildly, day of Survivor. <laughs> mildly, she said she hated Bruce maybe twice tonight. Really? Uh, once for sure. I want to say maybe twice, but once for sure. Yeah. She like referenced how she hates Bruce. I think it was only a couple of times. Yeah. It was a very, they like, they cut back on how much Kendra, I mean, Katura hates Bruce tonight Mm -hmm. to help his redemption arc. We did hear a lot because Katura was also blindsided last week. So we did hear like more of her strategy about how she wants to be the fifth Reba member. Basically, she wants to flip and be with Reba. She doesn't know that Emily's already doing this. Jake's already doing this. She doesn't know she's really like sixth. Right, basically. Um, well, so, Jake's not quite in. Uh, he's he's no, not. he's not quite. He was he was gone tonight. If D didn't have a vendetta for Kendra, right? But but yeah, we heard a little bit more from Katura about her strategy because she knows she really is on the bottom now and what she needs to do. It can't just be about Bruce now. It's got to be what can I do to further my game. So that I think that was important to hear those things from her. I gotta say though, at the rate we're going, I mean, I joked about this a few weeks ago with Rebecca and or maybe with you as well, but a Bruce versus Katura fire making competition would be amazing. And I hope that's where we're going. Bruce has won two. I mean, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. Bruce won two immunities. He has an idol. We're at the final eight, right? He can idol his way to seven. So come on, let's make it happen. Bruce That's versus Katara fire making. Make it happen. That would be amazing. And I want Bruce to win. I don't know if Katara will go much farther, though. You think she's not long for this game? As long as the Reba 4 are sticking together. But we'll, we'll talk about that when we get Katara to Katara says she wants old Bella gone. She says that. She, yeah. wants, she wants them gone. Yeah. Which is a huge mistake. She's number six. I really, I agree with you. I think Emily... Makes it above. Though next week on Survivor did tease possibly shots fired at the Reba 4 and Emily's a part of it. Coming from Emily, yes. Yeah. Emily specifically is like, we can't. Li- Emily, by the way, I love this. She doesn't sit on her hands mm-hmm. and just accept the fate of being number five. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, we need to knock out Reba. And not just, I, I bet you though, if Bella was in power, she'd be like, we need to knock out Bella. It's not loyalty. Emily's just like, how do I get to the end of this game and win? So yeah, Emily's like, let's do this thing. And I'm like, let's do this thing. And next week, people are getting a little annoyed with each other. So, I, I mean, or it's all being set up here because I think Katura is going to stick with Reba. But, man, if just something they can tell Katura that reveals Reba's true intentions, then they could get Katura's vote. Well, it should be obvious that the Reba four, and it is obvious that the Reba four are going to be tight and stick together. So, who do we have? We have Bruce and Jake. And Katura, that's all that's left of old Drew, Bella. Bri- Bruce, yes. Sorry. Bruce, Jake, Katura of the old Bella. Uh-huh. Emily's, a, Emily's the only Lulu. Uh, we have four, four Reba. So we could have a 4-4. Four, four. We could. And this would be the only time. If nobody loses their vote, we have a normal yeah. episode for once. If Emily knows, now that Emily knows for sure that, because she did that whole little test, like, hey, why don't we go ahead and get D out? Yeah. Just to see like how how they would react, which is smart. And Austin's like, no, I'm actually kind of like attracted to D. I mean, that's how it came across to me. There was even like a joke tonight, like that they like each other. Yeah, from Kendra somebody. said Kendra said they're gonna get married after this or something. Dude, like if there that. was 39, this is why we need to miss 39 days. 39 mm-hmm. days, we'd only be half, not even halfway through a season right now, day wise. Yeah, we'd be about halfway, and that's why thir- 39 days lets this stuff develop more. Yeah. You know, they probably, I don't know, Matt and Franny were right off the bat in 44, That's but true. there's something developing here. Maybe they're smartly keeping it until after the season, but 
yeah, there's been some hints tonight that Austin might have affection for D mm-hmm. and therefore is not willing to flip on her. Yeah. And then Julie's like, I can't vote off D. Like mm-hmm. what? I, I, we're, we're in modern Survivor. And yet at the same time, we're in like season two of Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Even though later on the episode, Julie's like, OK, D has her agenda. I have my agenda. And they're not lining up right now. But I can't vote her off. But she, well, yeah. D? No. She's the godmother of my children. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. I gotta say, like, what a great episode for him. Uh, tree mail. We get tree mail. Do you have anything before tree mail? Okay, so tree mail splits everyone into threes, and we kind of knew where this was going because the next time on Survivor, he said yeah. three of you lose your vote. So we already kind of knew where this was going, but they didn't know that because they, believe it or not, had not seen next time on Survivor. <laughs> Unfortunately, when the episode ends, they don't see you next time on Survivor. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? Drew's like, what? People are targeting me? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Okay, so Austin gives Julie an idol. Because what if Julie says, what if we're doing three tribals tonight? And I'm like, you know what? In Modern Survivor, how is that yeah, outside the yeah. realm of possibility? It's true. That is that's something dumb they would try, be wouldn't so it? so crazy to have three people go home in one Now, if Big Brother could eliminate three people a week, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd get be awesome. get that season over with faster. Mm-hmm. But no, Survivor, definitely not. No. Uh, I will say, by the end of the episode, Austin didn't have two idols. Julie still has this idol. Mm-hmm. So maybe next week he gets it back. Maybe. But as of now, Julie has an idol. It was gifted to her. True. As Russell Hant said on Here's versus Villains, you don't hand the enemy the idol. Well, but in this case, Julie, Julie isn't is the enemy. the enemy in this case, yeah. But Julie, I don't think she's loyal to Austin like she's loyal to D. Mm, I think that she might, he might be, she might be, sorry. I think she's loyal to D. I don't know if she's loyal to Austin the same way. I think that the read before is super tight. I really don't see anything. It, unless it's you don't D, see anything breaking them up. Yeah, unless it's D breaking them up because she gets mm. super paranoid and she decides to flip or make a move or whatever. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Julie probably is at this point tighter with D than with Austin and Drew. But we we've seen her tonight get frustrated with D, and if she sees a th- a path forward that isn't gonna completely ruin all of her relationships, because you got to remember, you know, you're putting these people on the jury too. I think she would take a shot at at D or at one of the read before if she thinks it's good for her game obviously because Julie's not shown to be you know just sitting on her hands I think she's trying to really hard to play the game so we'll see what she does with that idol I think she'll give it back though we'll see uh that's the thing I don't think Julie knows Austin has two idols yeah I don't she does she, know that? Yeah, they were sitting on the beach, oh, beach okay. and Austin's like, we have two idols, oh, we'll be fine. Okay, it's public knowledge. Yeah, and later Drew was telling Dee, hey, I think we should actually have Austin play his idol for you mm. and play it for himself. Okay. So yeah, the read before are the only people that know, but yeah, they completely know about the, okay, the two so idols. Okay, so they do know. So in that case, I was going to say, because Austin could be like, can I get my only idol back? But you're right, if they all know he has two, then... It might be like, oh, you're being greedy, wanting your idol back. Why do you need it back? You have an idol, you know. Yeah. They could like kind of guilt him. I don't know. We'll see. They'll, they'll keep track of that, people. Just know Julie has an idol in your brain. You think Austin has two, but in reality, Julie has one of them. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what Which, happens. Th- that was still a smart move by Austin, I think. Yeah, he was thinking yeah. ahead. What kind of crappery will Jeff Probst throw their right. way this week? <laughs> I thought it was funny in Julie's confessional. She's like, uh. You know, we think we're on the top, but then Jeff keeps splitting us up. Yeah. 
And I'm like, yeah. Can't just have a normal week can't around just here, have Jeff. A normal week, unfortunately. <laughs> so we're going to the immunity challenge, but Mary, it is board game time. And for those who might skip ahead, don't because this board game, like a few weeks ago, we talked about a different game called Castaways. This board game is very relevant to people who love Survivor, I gotta mm-hmm. say. It's called Halapagos. It is by Hatchet Board Games. Link in the description, by the way. Three to 12 players. And Mary, normally you describe, but I want to describe some of it and I'll let you describe the rest of it. In this game, it is your goal to work with other people to escape this island in a, I think it's six turns. Well, it's it's six turns if there's three players. Oh, okay. Depends on how many people you're playing with. The more people you play with, the more turns. But there's a set number of turns. You got to escape this island by gathering supplies, building rafts. Uh, and also having enough food and water to not die before it happens. But if you run out of food and water, you got to kill somebody. You, yes, you vote. You got to vote them vote off. But in this game, it's killing them. Right. You vote who see, who does not get the food oh, they or just the water. happen to not be able to no, get on a raft you, to leave you're the island like because saying they're that. dead. You're saying that like you're like going to hit them with a rock over the I head. I mean, in the game, you can get cards. That give you a gun and a bullet to yes. kill somebody. Yes, you can. Yes. I was like, when I found that, I was like, oh, hello. Yeah. You can turn on people. Hello. We were playing this <laughs> and my loving, kind husband wants to get me out what? before the th- other third player. And I would never do that. Never. No. Nope. I, and it definitely wasn't an unnecessary kill, too, that I was going to attempt yeah, if I had the gun. Yeah, very unnecessary. <laughs> when I was working really hard to uh, get supplies for us so that we could leave <laughs> Mary's like just if we a little build a better. second raft we can escape together and I was yeah, like yeah and we can vote out this other person I could just take the one raft and you both could die no it was really fun I enjoyed yes. it a lot yeah it we're was, definitely gonna be playing it again very soon over Thanksgiving I, I by the way today's have happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving but we're definitely playing this over Thanksgiving okay so that is Jalapagos. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? Because this is a really fun board game. It was fun. I mean, it's really easy to pick up. And I liked how there's different possibilities in the game. I mean, like there's so many ways you could go. It's definitely it. a different way of playing yeah. a survivor like mm-hmm. game for sure. I yeah. didn't like going into it. I did not expect this. Yeah, it so, was good. Definitely recommend it. Links in the description. Heck, there might be a Black Friday sale over on their board game site. You just don't know. I literally do not know. That's why I'm saying there might be. I don't know. So. Check them out. All right, let's move on. So let's just be frank. What are the split groups here before you tell me about the challenge? So it's Julie, Bruce, and Kendra. Because they got to choose their own groups. Yeah, they got to pick, which I I liked that, I guess, aspect because at least it wasn't, okay, you're randomly put on a team again. At mm-hmm. least they got to pick their teams, Um, which I was going to ask what you thought of how they did that. I honestly felt almost random in a sense i know it wasn't but it felt kind of random it felt like drew was saying one thing so that he could get the team he wanted anyway i knew i know they didn't want all the reba on one team yes. together because what if there was yes. that silly triple which was tribal. smart again they're yeah. they're playing very smart all four of them so i think it worked out in their favor but anyway so julie bruce and kendra were the blue team i think emily austin and katura were the yellow and jake drew and d were the red team Go ahead and tell us what the challenge oh, the is, challenge, Mary, because yes. it's a three-tiered challenge. Well, yes. almost no three-tiered. There's yeah. three stages. The first stage, um, you have to retrieve a disc while you're going over a balance beam and then go over a second balance beam while balancing a ball on your disc. And then once all three players cross the balance beams, 
they have to dig up three ropes. And that's the first stage. So after that, the first two teams to finish move on. And the first team to lose are the three that lose their vote. Yeah, but they get to play the game that we kind of referenced right, earlier. Which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Second stage is the two remaining teams use these ladders, rope rung ladder, rope rung ladders to build a rope bridge. And I thought it was interesting because Jeff is telling them like they have to do it a certain way. Because in the past, you'd see people like doing different strategies, like going ahead and making it really secure so you can get across it or doing like really stretched out pieces and trying to move across from one step to the other. The I thought we're going to No, I, this is they've done this many times. I think this is the way and you they have always to do it now. have to do it. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying now. No, this is like this is just you have to attach them all. OK, that's well, all you have to is. attach all the rope rungs and then um, land three balls on these on this really mm-hmm. tall pole. Watch and, it in the comments. We're going to get. Oh, no. Wesley's always. Been, Wesley's right. They always done it like this. And then somebody be like, oh, no, Team Mary. There was one time. <laughs> Mary's like coughing, laughing. She hasn't fully recovered from last week, but she's coughing. Yeah, laughing. don't make me laugh. Anyways. All right. I'll try not to be funny. Thank you. Um, I know it's really hard for you. So then the first group to finish landing all three balls moves on to the final stage where it's no longer a group. It's individual. And it's. You're basically just standing and holding two discs up with your arms and whoever drops is out. Long last person gets to stay. So the people so people lose their vote straight up. Who was it again? The people lost their vote were Emily Austin and Katura. And then the second place team was Jake. Jake Drew and D and D. Mm -hmm. What a precarious situation. uh, Jake is in, by the way, being in that by being in that group. Just thinking if anything had happened where it's like not the lost votes, but in terms of the thought that there could be a triple tribal or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, he would be. He was screwed. Yeah, he would be gone. Yeah. But he had to know that. So anyways, uh, but yeah, it comes down to Bruce, Julie and Kendra for immunity. And it's like it was a repeat of last week. Yeah. It came down to Bruce and Julie and Bruce won out. Bruce is a beast in these endurance challenges. He is. He yeah. wins two more immunities, by the way, for those who remember. He's a, officially a challenge beast. We haven't had one since Winners at War. Nice. Because I made a video called The History of Survivor Challenge Beast, and I've been waiting, just waiting for anybody to join the ranks. You know, like I want to make an updated video of that one because I liked it and a lot of people liked it, but mm-hmm. nobody's won four individual immunities since then. Mm-hmm. And that's what it takes to make that list. It's a very exclusive uh, group to be in for immunities, but nope, nobody's gotten it yet. So. Yeah. And by the way, for those who are wondering, why is that the rule? It's because if I lowered the rules anymore, the video becomes unbearably large. (laughs) Like it was 45 minutes with saying you had to win four immunities to make the list. So, yeah, I was trying to make it really exclusive. Like these are the challenge beasts. Well, isn't there? I was thinking that also on Survivor Wiki or something, there was something like you have to be. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm just imagining that. I, I don't you know are Survivor Wiki now. No, I'm j- I just made this rule up. This is not some official gotcha. rule. Okay. No, this isn't like the perfect game, which actually has rules behind it. This one's just, I was like, how can I make this a reasonable length? Yeah. That 45 minutes still seemed quite long, but I was like, I cannot. I mean, if I go five, it's like only two people. So four yeah. seemed about right. No, that does seem about right. Or it was like three people, whatever. So we, anyways. We uh, also forgot to mention that the last group, the three got reward so if the win- winning group yeah, yeah the winning group they all three got one reward. rotisserie, one chicken, rotisserie to share. chicken to share i thought they were each going to get a rotisserie chicken i thought it was gonna be three rotisserie chickens you know if you go to walmart i know we're not in fiji <laughs> but if you go to walmart 
A rotisserie chicken's like five bucks. You know? Survivors being cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap, well, cheap, I was cheap, expecting, cheap, cheap. you know, some soda, some chips or something too. But oh, did they not get any water or anything? Like no well, drinks? I'm sure I didn't see anything. What? Just the chicken. What? I could have missed it. I could no, have been taking right. notes. I don't remember that either. No beer, nothing? <laughs> nothing. What? That was it. It was just kind of They were like, weird. yesterday you had the auction. You don't need anything other than this <laughs> Yeah, chicken. you ate yesterday. Yeah, you ate yesterday, Bruce. Anyways, no, he didn't. Yeah, uh, kind of cheap on the reward here. I mean, and not in a good way. They should yeah. have gotten each rotisserie chicken. And I agree with you, some sort of drink, whether it be soda or even like fruit punch, like anything. I don't know what goes best with chicken. Just saying lemonade would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. And something. 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 Yeah. All right. So Bruce wins immunity again. We go to camp and it gets all a little mixed up for me. I guess at the end of the day it ends up being Jake versus Kendra, but Jake tells Drew and D he's a free agent. Yeah. Anybody but him. And they're like, mm-hmm. eh. Oh, this part was like, I was so mad at eh. Drew and D because they make rice because everybody else is gone. Okay. And they make a big pot of rice. And? And they're just like sitting there eating it. Yes. And eating it. That's what villains And I don't do. know where Jake went. I don't. He went to the bathroom, went to the water. Uh, he clearly went somewhere where he needed to go because otherwise he would have been there. Right. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, the rice is gone. And Drew's like, well, we saved some for him, right? We set some aside for him. Yeah. And he's like, no, we just, we were, we ate it. Oh. And there was like, he got the scrapings on the bottom of the pot. And he comes back and poor Jake, he's like, oh, wow. Like he's all excited about that. he can't the- be... Questioning. Think, yeah, I guess. I don't He's know. He's not in any position to question. I don't know. But I was just like, oh, come on, guys. That's mean. But at the same time, yay, villainous behavior. Because in 41 and 42, and I would dare say even 43 and 44, you did anything like this, it was being cut out of the show. Guarantee you, you wouldn't have been left in. God forbid anybody in this overly sanitized, got to be positive all the time, especially 41 and 42. Anybody does anything like this and it's left in the show. So it's not good for Drew or D as far as a winner edit because it was. No, mean. I'm saying I'm glad the show left it in. Oh, I know. I understand. I don't understand. think it affects their winner edits at all. I okay. mean, villains win. Why not? We just watch yours versus villains. Yeah, that was old school survey. Uh, yeah, that is partially true. But villains can win. Okay. I'm saying that. Thank goodness. Survivors willing to leave in even slightly villainous. I mean, Bruce has been a villain this season. Uh, Patilla's redemption arc this episode. But. Yeah, I'm glad they just leave this stuff in because this is the stuff that like we want this. We want these social decisions that Survivor did not prompt, by the way. There's no yeah. Jeff's not like, oh, if you if, if you eat the, all the rice, if you're the second place team, two of you have to eat more rice than the, <laughs> than one of the other people. Like something dumb like that. because You know, they would have like, I'm just glad people got to make villainous decisions of their own volition. How much fun was that? And I and I and I applaud you. I mean, if I'm Jake, I'm mad, but I applaud sure. you and I applaud them for leaving it in. Guaranteed 4142, this has been cut out. Yeah. And Jeff been like, wow, everyone here is doing such a great job. He doesn't do that anymore as much. Remember in 41 when Heather during the reward challenge or immunity challenge couldn't throw up the ball and run underneath the thing to catch oh, the ball? Yeah. And like they made a thing out of it and gave her like the saddest, most sympathetic edit ever. We're like, she couldn't catch a ball. Mm-hmm. Like we could just be like, well, that sucks for you. We could have kept it very neutral, but no, yeah. it was like, Oh, Heather, you did your apps like that's the toxic, like a toxic positivity we've moved away from. And I'm like, finally. Yeah. Like it somewhat moved away. 43, 44, but it's like 45. We're like willing to show warts 
You know, we're willing to show not everything is so squeaky clean all the time. Not everybody is super positive and perfect. True. Yeah. I, I'm like. It is refreshing. And I just guess. saying this little it's moment. It's kind of funny. Is a sign. I just like Jake a lot. And I also like. Yeah. True. Jake's a fan favorite, I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like uh, it was just a mean thing to do. There is a lot of people in the comments who are pro Drew. So I say, uh, just because I don't. I mean, Drew's okay. But. Yeah. No, I like Jake. I like Bruce. I liked Kelly. Too bad she's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jeff I like tonight Caleb. was like, I've been, I've been to every tribal council. Like, no kidding, Jeff. I've been to every tribal council. I'm not really dogging on Jeff there. He's like, well, that was one of the, I'm glad you didn't say it was the best because he's been known to do that. Yeah. I want to point out, Mary, um, out of all the tribal councils you've seen, you've seen your entire life, mm-hmm. would you say that a vote off in Season 38, Edge of Extinction is your favorite. I don't know. See, the thing is, you've seen that season. Yeah, I don't remember these things. That's okay. Best Tribal Council of all time, Jeff said, as of the time of season 38, was during season 38. I think it was with the Julie vote off. Do you remember who Julie was? No. All right, that's what I mean. Jeff talks out of his butt so often that I was appreciative that he didn't say last week's was the best of all time because... Well, Kelly's was good. I'm not going to say here and be like, oh, Jeff, that was the best of all time. Great job. I remember the Julie one because he said it. Be- he said it the week before in a Dalton Ross interview. I have this so memorized. It only happened once. I only read it once. And that's how memorized I have it because how insane it was. The week before. He says next week, best tribal ever. And I'm like, holy crap. Better than like Parvati's double idol play and heroes versus villains. Like that was huge. Mm-hmm. You know, better than like the merge vote of Kai Guy on. That was huge. It was just Julie gets voted off because and a bunch of people whisper and I'm like, that was not the best tribal ever, Jeff. <laughs> Guess people got up and talked. I think why I remember this, maybe for him, but I think why I remember this is the first time that I had like this realization that Jeff just talks out of his butt. <laughs> I think it's like that was like the first time he like hit me because before the channel hadn't started. Once upon a time hadn't started yet then. Mm-hmm. So I was a hardcore casual fan. I just watched the episodes and that was it. Listen to Rob as a podcast sometimes. But that was the week where I was like, oh, Jeff talks out of his butt. And I started catching on from there. Anyways, that's a little backstory on me. How are you Fun. feeling today? <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to <laughs> getting back on track. The episode yeah. for tonight. Um, I guess we should talk about the journey because and that's people are gonna look that up now too. Look at that Dalton Ross interview he did the week before Julie's vote off for Edge of Extinction with with Jeff, and mm-hmm. you'll see it. He said it. Best yeah. tribal ever. Like, get out of here, Jeff. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I'm a little tick. Okay. So <laughs> Sanctuary, we talked about that. They only get one chicken. Um, but Sanctuaries where good things happen. At the sanctuary, Julie brings up, okay, guys, you know, how are you feeling? What What's your gameplay? Smart. And Dee says... Because they could have well, given away free information. Not Dee, sorry. Kendra says, yeah. well, you know that Austin... And, we, we know that you guys are tight. You and Austin and Dee and Drew. And, but you know... You Austin, know that I know that you know. You know that Austin and Dee are, are like the tightest and, and they're going to get married after this and we really should break that up. And Julie's just like, eh, I'm not voting for Dee. Cuts a confessional. I can't vote for Dee. Yeah. This is what I was joking about earlier. That was the confessional I was joking I about know, earlier. I know. But she brings up Jake and Bruce is like, sure, let's do Jake. And mm-hmm. Kendra's like, sure, let's do Jake. Sounds good to me. And then Julie catches Julie saying, it's never that easy. Like, but it it could have been that easy if it wasn't for. I Dean. mean, it basically was. But, she, but well, she's right. It's not Jake. I mean, it wasn't but the, it was really it, easy. Yeah, it'll Jake will be an easy vote soon. I'm sure. 
Um, then we had the journey. Didn't matter which path they picked. At first, I'm like, wait, does it matter what path? Of no, it never I, matters it never on the matters. journey. They have to complete a logic puzzle. I mean, Austin was able to scream how excited he was. Nobody heard him. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knew that he didn't lose. So they weren't close to each other. No, they were not close to each other. I guess they weren't able to shout the answer if they wanted to help somebody. You know, maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's 98 minus 76. You know, like like they do a tribal when they say I'm voting. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So would you be good at this puzzle, Wesley? (sighs) It's a good question. So. Austin, Emily, and to all solve a puzzle says nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one equals a hundred. Mm-hmm. And they get one minus and three pluses. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, all I remember from the, I mean, did you write down the answer? No, I didn't. The only thing I remember was 98 minus 76. And I, I don't know if I would have, I don't know if that would have been, I think that was, that's what would have tripped me up. Cause I, I don't, but then again, you can't go 98 plus 76 or not. Sorry. I don't know if I would have done that. I, I may have gone nine plus eight. I don't know, like 98. Nine plus 87. I don't know if I would have done minus, 98 as my yeah. first number, and I bet you that would have tripped me yeah. up. I was thinking about while they were doing it. I was like, yeah. that 98, I don't know if I ever would assume that would have been part of right. the equation. I would have thought nine and eight were separated. So nine plus 87, you know. Like I like been. puzzles like this, mm-hmm. but I, it's the three-minute timer that always, like the, the pressure. Well, sure, if they had infinite time, though. That well, would be even dumb. like. It's already dumb as it is, but it would have been dumber. Yes. No, I get it. It's just like there's cameras there. You're doing math. Oh, yeah. You haven't eaten. There's a three minute timer going. There's a camera producer waiting right there. Just yeah. bated breath. Are you going to yeah. fail? Are you yeah. going to fail? <laughs> it's it's really, really stressful. So, I mean, I would say that this would be a pu- like this would be one puzzle. I could think, oh, I probably could do this. And mm-hmm. then I get in that moment. I'm like, no, I, pro- I probably could. Yeah. Realistically, I think I would have failed. Yeah, I probably would have failed, too. But. Austin is so chill. He just like doesn't seem to care about nothing really phases him. That's I guess. approach these timer things. You just got to be chill. Yeah. If you're stressed, it, you're gonna be like Emily. Yeah. Emily was practically crying. Felt so bad because she's like her job is I have numbers. no no right to be called an analyst anymore. And she's so embarrassed. If you follow thing. her on Instagram, though, all of her posts. She makes the meme where she puts financial analyst at the top and then emily flippin at the bottom like in a very old meme format if you have ever followed her on instagram so it's kind of funny i wonder if she started doing that because of mm, maybe she knew this was coming you know she knew this was coming yeah. she's been doing it since the season began true anyway so austin wins it he gets it right with like 10 seconds to spare and emily and Gator do not get it right um but when they get back to the beach obviously austin lies and says he didn't get it, which was, I guess, the smart thing to do. Because I thought it would have been smart to say you have a vote and then not have even one. if you didn't have because one. people would view you as a valuable. You know, mm. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Not that it mattered. Kendra went, and I don't think. And lying about your vote, I'm not sure what that would have done. But ultimately, Austin lied about his vote. What did that do? You know, I think I think the move here is to say you got your vote and then you've reviewed as valuable. I disagree because then it can't like what's well, that going to tell your prove? lines the truth. Yeah, you have to tell your lines. Yeah. So then what does it matter anyways? Well, it makes the opposition have to count you and it makes them stress because they're like, "Oh, sure. going into okay. this, they knew Austin had Reba knew Austin had yeah. his vote. They knew they had four. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Oh, easy peasy, we have the majority." Yeah. But if Gatura and Emily came back so we had our vote, we have our votes as well. Well, all of a sudden, game change. It's more game, yep, yep. You have to talk to them seriously. Who you'd vote for. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think long term and short term, 
the best move here is say I have my vote. No, I get that. I thought you were saying just you lose in it. general and not tell your alliance. I think, no, I just guess, in but. this move for the, I think in this moment, yeah. that's the move. And then of course you tell who you're actually with the truth mm-hmm. so that they can actually count for the real thing. But the fake out has worked many times in survivor. You get people tripping up, making mistakes when they think something. Yeah. It's not like Paranoia. remember Rupert put a rock in his pocket. Mm-hmm. That alone made Russell think he had an idol. Yeah. I got a lot of heroes versus villains. My brain. I just finished. Sandra's video it's on mm-hmm. Patreon and along with Parvati is just like and I'm, I'm working on Russell's like two hour 50 minute video I think it's going to be of all of his seasons Sheesh. including Australian Survivor so as I just if you hear a lot of here's versus villains references and just like the past like two months have just been that season aside from 45 so that's why anyways point being is people pull trickery all the time it right. doesn't always work but saying you well, don't have your vote in Emily's case maybe not a bad idea because Keeps the target completely off her back. But mm-hmm. in terms of Katura, might have been good to say you had your vote. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make a difference tonight, but. Well, Austin's right. I mean, he says that he's always been honest with his alliance of four and he thinks that's how they've gotten this far. Is yes. Like, Austin made the right move. Yeah. He made the right move. Austin made the right move. Yes. Um, I think Emily and Katura should have had their vote. Yeah. Let us know in the comments if you, what you think Katura and Emily should have done. I want to know. I like, we've been doing this lately, but like, tell us in the comments what you think. People have been chiming in. So I actually really like seeing like the divide and mm-hmm. like how, which side do people swing to? I think my thought was it's going to be obvious if you don't have your vote. So why even try to lie about that? And I get, I get causing the paranoia. I'm just saying like, it's going to look pretty bad on you. That's not like one lie eh. you can really shake off. As long as your alliance knows. Yeah. People you're actually with knows. That's what matters. I guess in this case, Katura had to have been, she would have come clean to Reba. Who does Emily come clean to? I don't know. I mean, Emily's in with Reba too, I guess. But she also wants to turn on Reba. Yeah. I don't know. I think the right move. You gotta keep your options open. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm glad Emily's ready to take shots though. I am too. I'm excited about that. Emily is my favorite player this season. Me too. Straight up. Like the fact that she's not sitting on her hands at any moment. She's Mm -hmm. making decisions that seem to be the best for her game. While also not doing things to be a jerk. Yeah. To people. Yeah. Yeah. So we get a scene right after this mm-hmm. that I that I really liked. It made Emily look good to me. Um, but basically, Drew tells Emily, hey, it's going to be Kendra tonight. Yeah. And Emily's like, well, I thought it was going to be Jake. And she says, well, how did that come up? You know, like, how, how when did this yeah, plan happen? Who, and who told you that? Yeah. And who came up with this plan? And very just like straightforward about it. And Drew's just like, uh, yeah, that was me and Austin and D. And it's just like, <laughs> he looks so He's guilty. He's the weak point of this alliance. Yeah, he really is. He is the weak point. And so, which is smart because I think if Emily goes to Austin, Austin's going to play it cool and just be like, oh yeah. Da, 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 da. But Drew is always a little bit awkward. Drew's the weak point. Yeah, he is the weak point. Yeah. So, um, and Emily's just, she's just like, she doesn't overreact. She doesn't like, why are we doing that? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, let's make an informed decision. She's being logical about it. She's like, she's very nice about it. Yeah. She's very yep. nice about it. Not aggressive. Um, but it doesn't end up really working for her because obviously the re before are tight and they're going to stick together. And I think that em- these little tests Emily's been doing this episode that we mm-hmm. saw just proved to her that she really isn't in this alliance. And so she has to, at this point, Make a move. And we've seen her in the past when she's not in. She's like, well, then I'm coming yep. for you. Yeah. You're, you're gone. Like, yep. I'm not really in with you. 
Yeah. Sabaya being that big one. That's why I said last week, I think Sabaya episode for me is the better one because I am more emotionally invested in Emily than I am in, for example, Kelly. I like Jake. Right. But like, I don't know. Jake's got more going on than just that Kelly vote off. Right. Like I'm more invested in Emily and that Sabaya vote was huge. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight's whole episode felt like, is D going to get her way with three mm-hmm. before or not? And, and, it, did, and it was to, to me, it was obvious that she was going to get her way. Today yeah. Because there wasn't this was an emotional vote versus a logical vote. And you have an emotional player that is a part of your alliance that you want to keep happy. So and, not, and not that these. What's the difference between Jake and, and Kendra? Right. What's the difference between Jake and Kendra? Kendra has a shot in the dark. The which I'm surprised she didn't play tonight. Right. Well, I am surprised she didn't play tonight. They didn't have the votes. She knew they didn't have the votes. She didn't know that. How does Kendra she not know is, this? is so oblivious. That is true. She didn't know people were lying. Sh- her face when yeah. they were talking about lying. She's like, wait, people could be lying I about that? I didn't even consider that people could I be didn't lying. think about that. No, in her mind, everybody said they're going to do Jake. So she's going to stick with the plan and do Jake. Yeah. But I, at that point, she still didn't play her shot in the dark, Mary. Yeah, she could have. But mm-hmm. it, obviously, Kendra's not the best player, which is why she was voted yeah. out at this point. So she's sweet. She's fun. She's likable. But she wasn't the greatest strategist so no yeah but i mean the re before at this point to me are kind of they're running the show they're running the show i i know what's gonna happen with them our only possible disruptor is emily yes so i'm excited to see if the next week on survivor prophecy actually comes through and something actually happens <laughs> or if it's just a bluff. We like know it's like, not next week in survivor always lies to you it always in terms does, of usually. So like last week it said Emily cycle. Like, well, why don't we get out D? Well, that did happen in the show tonight, but it, it wasn't necessarily like D's going to go tonight. So like the fact that it's even be brought up next week means D's not gone next week. It's next week in survivor does not actually tell you who's going next week. Now that doesn't mean read before can't be broken up. Yeah. It just means D isn't going. They they didn't say. D's, I thought they said D again. No, they didn't. They didn't say D again. Oh, okay. I mis- all she I all she said was she was talking to Bruce and she said we have to take a shot now. I thought it, she said D. No, oh. she said we have to take a shot on them now. Oh, okay. And then cut to a shot of three before. Crap! That and means three before is not getting a shot taken on them. But yeah, exactly. It was all, but it was all four of them. So yeah, well, but that means they got to convince Katura to vote with them again and Katura's been pretty hardcore about old Bellows dead to her yeah it's what they need they can't just have Jake and Bruce they need Katura and they don't have Katura right at the moment unless there's no one in the Reba 4 is gonna flip no exactly so unless there's some other crazy twist there is it's called Bruce's Idol Bruce's Idol he didn't play tonight to save Kendra and he knew she was going yeah so Bruce clearly is saving it for himself which by the way at this point I don't blame him oh no everybody knows he has it uh, he is a target. I don't blame him for not playing it for Kendra. Yeah. Saving Kendra would have gotten out who tonight? Jake. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't have helped Bruce's game. That would have helped his game if at he, all. If he's going to play his idol for somebody else, they have to take a shot at the Reba 4. Kendra would have had to vote for a Reba 4 member and they played mm-hmm. the idol and then he played yeah. the idol for, for Kendra. That would have, now don't get me wrong, on paper that would have been that an amazing move. Tribal, that could have yeah. disrupted everything. You get out D. Or you get out Austin. Because Austin would have saw it coming. Yeah. And everyone knows Austin has an idol, I believe. Mm-hmm. An idol. I don't know if everybody knows he has two, but everybody knows he has an, an idol. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, before Tribal, D says, whoever I want out is out. Mm-hmm. And this is classic Mafia edit. Yeah. 
a lot of winners get this edit. A lot of winners get this. Now, here's the thing. As I said, here's versus villain stuck in my head, along with Samoa to some extent. Russell said this a lot. And he did get his way on a lot of these votes when he was in control. It doesn't mean you're going to win. Yeah. But it does mean you are running the show. Mm-hmm. If, it, if, it, if you say that and then it happens, I mean, Jam Jam, I think, did it last year, last season. Mm-hmm. We just watched him do it. Jam Jam was a lot more charismatic and goofier about it, I would right. say, is the word. Yeah. He's Jam more Jam's fun like, about it. Yeah. Jam Jam's like, you target me, I get you out, you know. So, and we just saw last year. We just saw last season, I mean. So. Well, my only problem with that is that already D's alliance is like, okay, D is being a little bit much. And by that, I mean, mm-hmm. Drew and Julie are saying that, sure. not Austin, because we think Austin likes her. But anyways, we think Austin likes her. We think Austin likes her. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. Drew is still probably high on my winner's list, but actually she went down for me in this episode because we're not to winner analysis yet. I know, but we talked right. about it throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah but don't tell you who you're. No, okay. no, I'm not. All I'm not right, saying right. that. I'm just saying you. that I, I didn't think it was a good edit for D tonight because of her paranoia and her her just being so laser focused on Kendra because Kendra's name got out there. Yeah. And I guess same for Julie. I mean Julie was laser focused on Jake. She was same reason. Jake threw a vote on her. So it's but D got her way and Julie didn't. So that can be good for D as far as like a winner. But at the same Very time indicative of Julie so far this season for sure. Yeah. Julie's not winning. No, I don't think Julie's Julie's winning. not winning. But at the same time I think that it could also harm D because she is being very aggressive right now. And I don't know if you want to mm-hmm. turn it all the way on the gas right at this moment. Again, it's a shorter season, so you got to do it sometimes. But well, we're now at final eight. So if there's any time to turn it on and take charge and do moves. This is the time for everybody. I mean, yeah. like Emily waited till the right moment. Now's the time. Now take charge, time. make your moves. Final eight, seven, six, five. This is the stuff that impacts the jury. Yeah. That Caleb, like when Caleb got voted off, you know, that was like, that's too early to take control. Mm-hmm. This is the right time. Final eight. So we go to tribal. Kelly is distraught. I mean, that girl oh, cannot sit still. It has only been 24 hours though since she was voted True. off. True. You know, usually these players get two to three days to recover at Ponderosa. I miss Ponderosa videos, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't had them since 41. What a shame. Anyways, like it'd just be like, ah, uh, that's something I miss. I don't know if they'll ever bring them back. Anyways, she's very distraught tribal, and I wish there was Ponderosa videos to tell me what she was thinking, because she seems very open with her emotions. Mary's giving me yeah. looks, but that's why I'm saying it. Like, she seems very open with her emotions. No, I understand. That would make for a good Ponderosa. Yes. Uh, Yeah, but you're right. The big thing here this episode, this uh tribal i mean because there's a lot of talk and whatever but really none of it amounts to anything you know bruce talks about the obviousness of paying a target on his back with the necklace mm-hmm. jeff tries to make him pull an eric from micronesia and give it away yeah i don't know why i don't know i know jeff's just goofing but yeah. sometimes like stop it kendra says she didn't realize people realize people could lie <laughs> i don't know if she meant in a general sense or no. if she meant just in that situation it just hadn't dawned on her that the people who went the people who said they lost their vote might be lying about losing their vote. Is it would it be weirder to lie and say you lost your vote or weird weirder to say you to lie and say you have your vote? Which one's weirder? I mean, we I guess in country's mind it'd be weirder to lie and say you lost your vote. Because I can see why people can yeah. lie to say they still have their vote. But it's, I don't know. 
I guess maybe Kendra thought both po- both possibilities were. I silly. think she just thought the fact that somebody lied about it. Yeah, was was not plausible. <laughs> like you can't do that. No, That's not part of the game. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need to know how many people are voting. Tonight. How dare you? Right. It. But obviously that wasn't the case. No, so. no, not at all. Uh, do you have anything else on tribal council? Because I really this was a, a lot of nothing for me. A big nothing burger. Aside from Kelly over there on the side, like needing her handheld and kind of like distraught the whole time yeah. i mean jake does turn and during the vote which i didn't understand fully, I, yeah in retrospect i was c- proud of him for not just again Whoa. like doing a fist bump or you know he he grew a little bit in this episode as far as like you he know he did do a woe earlier this episode earlier in the episode though like yeah. he did at kelly's about, tribal about the rice oh well he did he did whoa again yeah, like yeah. he's becoming the whoa man yeah he's the whoa guy but <laughs> he's he, becoming a whoa man a woman okay he kept it chill at tribal yeah. even when his name came up so he didn't overreact kendra was completely shocked i think that she was going home which i probably shouldn't have been but the voting booth though emily had the best reaction to not having her vote <laughs> i love that i did have a note about that her little mm-hmm. little face and little Oh, oh! I'm blown away. I don't have a vote. Like Emily was like ready to say something sarcastic without saying something sarcastic. Yeah. Also smart though. He didn't go up there and he was like, "Gotta be very fast with my vote." Well, yeah, you have to be. I mean, mm-hmm. you said you don't have a vote, so. And Ken or Katura and Emily both walked up there and turned right back around. Yeah. So for you to walk up there and not turn right back around right. would be a little strange. At that point, it should have been obvious. I don't think anyone because she gets voted off. Kendrick's voted off six to one. Jeff didn't read all seven votes, so I don't think it's. It's going to be immediately obvious that Austin still has vote. But in the long run, why is it? It's, it's not, not going to matter. matter. Even yeah. if they figure out what, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's it for the main episode. Next one, Survivor. Bruce and Emily want to break up the re before and Jake and Drew confront each other. Yeah. And it's like not nice. No. And I'm like, this is the stuff I want to see. I'm glad it's being left in the show. Yes. Drew says Jake thinks he's like a mob boss and he's not. He's a goof, basically. Yeah, he's a goof. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what he's saying about Jake. But we did see Jake crying. We saw Julie crying. And we saw Austin and, and Dee hugging. Oh, the emotions. This is what I'm looking for. Mary knows me. We get into a season of Survivor we're watching, whether it's a rewatch or a new season. I'm here for the drama. You are. I want good gameplay. But at the end of the day, I don't care about good gameplay if mm-hmm. I don't care about the characters. When there's drama, I care about the characters. When mm-hmm. there's emotions, I care. Yeah. And there are emotions here. Real emotions, not Real sanitized, emotions. fake, yeah. good emotions. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Are you ready for the next section of the podcast? No. Do you know what the Sword of Democles is? No, I don't. Tell oh, me. Okay. Well, I did have to look it up, okay. although it sounded familiar. Because Drew brought it up. Yeah. But it's like a Greek parable about this king who gets really paranoid and frustrated because he's afraid he's going to get killed, like assassins all the time, whatever. And he's tired of being a king. So, like, some... Democles comes and is and offers to trade places with him and the king says yes please trade places with me and at first Democles is like wow this is amazing I get to be king but then he notices that there's a sword hanging by a thread above the throne basically saying you never know like just because you have power there's always the the flip side of it that that you could have a target on you but anyways drop that this episode yeah which by the way is the name of the episode Sort of Democles. Yeah. He also said another word, which I forgot what he said, but I looked it up and I was like, wow, that was a good use of that word. Yeah. He's smart. What, I forgot he's what the word was. Smart. It starts with a T, but it's not Bruce. We talk about Bruce. Anyways, you remember? 
I remember, but I don't remember the word. No. Uh, yeah, I remember I looked it up and I was like, oh, it was good use of that word. Bad but it was funny because Jeff like all sits back like, okay, Drew, enlighten yeah. us. I like that. And I Drew did, did say in episode one, he's the smartest person to ever be on or on this season Survivor ever be. I yeah. forgot which one it was. Yeah. Whatever, so. Drew. <laughs> he is smart. His IQ is high, I'm he's sure. He's definitely not an idiot. Yes. No, yeah. he's not an idiot. He's not perfect socially, but who there is? There are different kinds of smart. Yeah. yeah. He's not socially the best but he is very smart so let's move on mary patreon yes links in the description by the way you can sign up for free on patreon and get some of the posts for free but yeah if you want to watch these videos i got sandra's video it's like almost 50 minutes parvati's video almost 50 minutes Ceri's video almost 50 minutes as i mentioned earlier russell his video covering all four seasons of Survivor's been on. Plus, by the way, extras. You'll find out the extras when you watch them. Mm-hmm. Going to be, I think, two hours and 50 minutes. I'm posting that one on Patreon on Monday. That's huge. I mean, two mm-hmm. hours, 50 minutes about Russell. If you like Russell, if you don't, even if you, I say if you don't like Russell, you might have more fun. But if you like Russell, you'll have fun. Mm-hmm. Though I've noticed there's definitely been in my Russell analysis videos, Mary, my story videos about him. I pointed out that he, I realized during Heroes vs. Villains, like, Russell, despite him wanting people to vote like emotionless robots at final tribal acts super emotional. Yeah. Every season he plays all season. Mm-hmm. It just like clicked during years versus villains for me. And I watched redemption Island and then I watched Australian and survivor and I'm like, yeah, no Russell's just super. He's, he's so emotional. He's not, he wants people to vote like lifeless robots for him to win, but then plays super emotional himself. It's yeah. very contract, very, it's a paradox. So anyways, uh, if you saw on YouTube this week, I posted, JT's rise, fall, and destruction video, which is what I'm doing for Russell right now. And I posted the worst tribe collapse in survivor history about Survivor Samoa. So those are up on YouTube. And the Russell Parvati Sandra Suri videos are up on Patreon. Free to sign up for, by the way, links in the description. Okay. Last week's secret scenes, Mary. Yes. Let's talk about, by the way, two of these secret scenes straight up are very important to winter analysis. Mm. Very important, which by the way, we're doing a full-blown winter analysis tomorrow. Right. Very important. But let's talk about the one that's not. Okay. And then let's talk about the two that are. Okay. Because there is one that's not, but it's still interesting. Right. That one is, I may have lied. And it's Jake looking for an idol. He knows he's on the bottom. And he's not sure what to do. I guess he must have got a look on his face or something. Because Bruce says, what are you thinking? And he just shouts, yeah, baby. Like, he found Yeah, baby. Yeah. Like, he he found found the idol. idol. and. Cut to D and Kelly and Julie sitting at camp and they hear it and like, did Jake find an idol? Yeah. And so Kelly goes and asks Jake and he's like, oh, no, I fell and hurt my ankle. Which is an obvious lie. So he's trying. But it was like way overplayed. Yeah. So because like he did not find an idol. He didn't hurt his ankle. He needed to put a rock in his pocket. Yeah. He's trying to make people think that he has an idol. Yeah. That was that was not a good. I was actually surprised they cut this from the show. By the way, these are on Survivor's YouTube channel. Well, I'm surprised they cut this from the show. It was mainly Kelly being wise to what Jake was doing and Kelly went home. So, you know, what, what does that matter? And I, I don't think anybody really thought Jake had an idol. So, yeah, I guess I see why they cut it. But at the same time, it's like, it's actually kind of a brilliant move. If only Jake had played it better. No, it wasn't a brilliant move. I wouldn't have. It was such an obvious lie. Like, like you say, mm-hmm. when, um, Rupert, Rupert, sorry, I just completely blanked, came back. He had the stone in his pocket and it was just subtle enough. Like he might have slipped his hand in his pocket or something. 
subtle enough where like he's not making a big deal about it because if you actually did find it out, yeah. you don't want anybody to know. But enough oh, where, see. yeah, because you want to draw attention to the fact that you have an idol if you're yeah. on the bottom. Obviously, you seem to take advantage of Russell's paranoia. And what Jake should have done was maybe a similar thing. Just put the rock, a big yeah. rock in your pocket. Yeah. And don't say a word. Right. Or, you know, just completely change your attitude. Like come back to camp yeah. and be whistling or something like, I don't know. So I just got done watching the Russell episodes of Redemption Island. And during that, uh, Russell doesn't find an idol. So he has his uh, partner in crime, Stephanie, pretend that they have an idol in her bag. And she's super obvious about it, like Jake. Mm-hmm. And she like has the bag by her at all times. And she's like being so obviously overprotective. Yeah. That it's so obvious that they don't have anything. Yeah. Whereas uh, you're right. A more subtle version of this could have gone a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jake was still saved. But at the end of the day, yes. that's why this is a secret. Yeah, team. that's why it wasn't didn't really matter. But I'm saying that for those who are going to go on Survivor, if you're going to pretend you have an idol, be subtle, but obvious. Yes. This is just obvious. Like, or his little slip up that he did a travel quote unquote slip up Mm -hmm. where he's like, if I play my, I mean, if I play an idol, that one is better because at least it is kind of like could seem like a slip. But in retrospect, it's also worse now because they already tried tricking them earlier. If he hadn't, right. If he hadn't done the fake shouting yeah. or whatever it would have been better it actually it's actually worse now knowing the secret scene right. because he'd already tried a, a trick before so True. all right let's talk about the two other secret scenes that are both very important to winter analysis so the next one is called i woke up ready and this is all about julie and it's basically she is ready she's ready to play survivor she is pumped it basically was talking about how she was so close to winning immunity and she real she was really hurt that she didn't like she was she felt let down by herself mm-hmm. that she didn't win, but at the same time she's saying, "Hey, I'm the oldest woman here. I I don't even feel like I'm old, but I'm here playing. I feel like I'm strong. I'm happy. I'm doing what I want. I love this. And just because I didn't win one immunity, it doesn't take away like I am playing a good game and I'm doing I am doing good. And you know, cut not cut back, but flashbacks of pictures of her and her kids her and her law school you know her and her life and so it definitely was if you're a winner it's something you would have been left in the game yeah it's her sob story they cut it well it's not really a sob story it's backstory it's a backstory with with the with the exact edit they do whenever somebody gets a sob story slash backstory yeah it doesn't have to necessarily be sad it's just an important backstory right Emotional, I guess. Yes. Hence the sobbing. Yeah. Instead of sobbing. Right. It's an emotional backstory and it was Mm -hmm. cut from the show. Julie's not winning. Yeah, I I do agree. I don't think Julie's winning. Let's talk about the next person who's not going to win. So in the next one, I disagree with you, actually. Not that I just don't know if this cut scene is indicative. Emotional. Right. Yes. So basically in this one, which I think is hilarious, Drew is a sleep talker and he sleeps. He talks in his sleep all the time. And so it's like this scene of him asking Austin if they were at the immunity challenge and what they were going to win or something like sleep. that in his sleep. Yeah. And Austin's like, hey, you're sleeping. Go back to sleep. We, you know, we, we don't have a challenge right now. And Drew's like, I'm not sleeping. Ask me a real. Ask me a math question. <laughs> I can do it. And um, and then cut to the next morning of everyone kind of like making fun of him. Not really making fun, but they're all they're just laughing about it. So Drew cut to Drew's confessional of. He feels insecure about it. He feels sensitive. He just, he's grown up being the awkward kid. Cut he's to, never felt like he's part of a group. Right. 
cut to pictures of him as like an awkward teenager and an awkward child. That is an emotional backstory. Yes. But. But. If he is a winner, mm-hmm. do you want this awkward? This goes in the story. Because it doesn't really come out like he doesn't show any improvement. If Drew he wins, still feels this awkward. is in the show. I guess so. This is, By the way, you guys cannot see my karate. I'm karate chopping <laughs> my table. This is in the show if Drew wins. Yeah. If Drew wins, this is, this is not cut. I'm just saying. This isn't negative. Well. It's funny and it cuts. What what's the difference between this and Kendra's beer moment? Kendra has a beer moment, right? She's like, I remember my dad cut to her dad. Now, Kendra obviously didn't win. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, why was this cut from the show? But Kendra's was left in. Maybe Kendra, only non-winners get sob stories. Yeah. This season. Oh, that, wouldn't that be a twist, huh? Yeah, they cut uh, the winner always gets their sob story cut now. No, for yeah. real. Drew's this is this is something that would have been left in the show if he was gonna win. You're probably right. Because at the very end, he's like no matter how awkward I feel, I have to just hold on to the fact that I have allies. I'm mm-hmm. still here. I am doing well. Yeah. Like feelings. I can't just like let my feelings take over. I have to logically yeah. look at this too. So it, you're right. It was a really good scene for Drew. And they cut it. And it probably isn't good that they cut it. The only scenes they cut for winners as of late are negative scenes. Scenes that make the winner look Silly in a bad way. Well, that's why I was way. saying this is not silly in a bad way. But he's just, just talking to sleep. Goofy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. No, that's not bad. It's just goofy. Yeah. Like Jam Jam cried over his buffking a little burnt in the in the tribal fire. Like I could see to the general audience if that was left in the show. Wow, what a wuss. He mm-hmm. cried because his buff got a little burnt in the fire. Mm-hmm. Like it was straight up crying. They cut that from the show. Yeah. Because they know what the general audience, the casual audience, is gonna think about this, you know? And in this case, this is not something that should. I'm just saying, if Drew, Drew and Julie are not winning, straight up. You're probably right. They're not winning. Yeah. I don't care if they're in final yeah. three. They're not winning. Whoever's with them in the final three is going to win. If it's Austin versus Drew and Julie, guess who's winning? Oh, yeah. If it's D versus Drew and Julie, guess who's winning? No, you know what I, I mean? agree with that. Yeah. 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 For sure. Well, who are they going to beat? They're not, bringing, they're not bringing people they can beat to the end at the moment. They're bringing at Austin the and D. At the so, moment, that is true. All right. Let's move on to question of the week. You'll be happy to know that multiple choice this week. And also, oh, I wrote down which of the multiple multiple choice was correct. Uh, so even I didn't better. forget. Yeah. All right. So which season was the last one? The most recent season, I guess the better, best way to put it. To have its winner come from a red tribe is their original tribe. Your options are A, All-Stars. B, Vanuatu. C, China. D, Token Chains. E, Heroes versus Villains. Or F. Winners at war. Mm. The winner was originally when they started From the season a on a red tribe. Impressively. I don't think it's China. Most recent season to yeah, have a winner come from a red tribe. Um, do, I'm going to go with Vanuatu. Eh. Oh, man. It was winners at war. Dang it. I almost Are you that. ready? Every yeah. single one of these seasons, winners came from a red tribe. Oh, well, that. Oh. You had six options, and those all six of those seasons had their winners come from Red Tribe. All you do is pick the most recent season. You'd have been right. Well, Tony was dumb. on the Red Tribe. I didn't remember Red. Sandra yeah. was on the Red Tribe. Okay. <laughs> Good question. JT was on the Red Tribe. Todd was on the Red Tribe. Chris was on the Red Tribe, and Rob was on the Red. I'm sorry, Amber was on the Red Tribe. I keep mixing those two Rob up. Rob and they, Amber, same they kind person. Kind of one yeah. together, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. 
They got married. So anyways, you were wrong. And I wrote it down to make sure I was correct. Oh, I'm, I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're ready to move on to TV ratings. Mm-hmm. Big boost last week, Mary. Two weeks ago, episode seven. I got, uh, I got the stats on screen, by the way, for those who want to look at them. Caleb's vote, right? Two episodes ago, episode yeah. seven. It was the viewership dropped. Viewership dropped, Mary, episode seven, because the Republican debate was on and the CMA awards. We talked about this. Yes. We're like, how much of an impact did it make? Well, apparently a big impact because 4.53 million during the episode seven. But last week, episode eight, it jumped up to 5.14. Nice. That is the second highest viewership of the season outside the premiere. Premiere had the most. That's the second most was last week. So it could have been as a result of the Caleb boat, but also there was no debate, political debate. There was no award ceremony for, you know, music, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Survivor won the night again, as it does pretty much every Wednesday night. So good for it. Good for Survivor. I got nothing else. Just know that if you didn't catch it last week, 46 is going to have. It's been renewed, obviously. Mm -hmm. 46 already been filmed. But every episode is 90 minutes, and the first two episodes are two hours each. Episode two is two hours. I still think that's going to be too long for episode two. We'll find out. Well, we'll have some crazy dumb twists, I'm sure. But they filmed it knowing it could have been 60 minutes, so it can't be too dumb. You know what I mean? Oh, it can't be too time-consuming. Yeah, consuming. that's true. Yeah. They, were, they were like, we can re-edit to 90. I'm sure they were surprised. Did anyone else find out that episode two is going to be two hours? Like, I would be surprised. Like, they, Jeff was just ready to do 90 minutes again, hopefully. True. But they said that they were ready to make them 60 if they needed to be. So they couldn't have done anything too crazy. They knew this season, 45, they had the time. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Maybe that means there'll be less tomfoolery next season. Like we won't, we won't Maybe. have, they won't think they had time to do a journey so we can do a logic puzzle to lose <laughs> votes. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe if we're lucky, right? Okay. So let's move on to winner analysis. This is just our top three out of the final yes. eight. But... Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, Mary and I are going to talk about all eight players remaining left in the game. We're going to rank them all. But tonight, mm -hmm. we're just doing our top three. So, Mary, who is your number three? Okay, so I debated on this for quite a while. Well, quite a while, meaning today? Well, yeah. Or just I mean, the right past after, five minutes? No. <laughs> right after this episode, when okay. I was coming up with my top three winners. Because it's been I thought deep. you were debating all week or something. No, it's. It's been D. I think I'm going to put Bruce as my number three. Wow. I know. I know. He just had such a good episode tonight. <laughs> was it that sob story that did it for you? It was the sob, it was the sob story. It was him saying how he's going to change. It's just him toning things down. Wow. I don't know if he would actually get jury votes That's at the, the end, thing. though. And that is the biggest thing. That's the big question. So, I don't know. I It might go back down tomorrow after I've slept on it, but... For right now, he had a good episode. He made some changes and he's we've seen he's good at challenges and he still has an idol. So he could definitely make it farther. And depending on who he's sitting next to, <laughs> say Katura, mm -hmm. which would be crazy. And Julie, I say he wins. I guess my current issue with Bruce winning is, of course, Katura hates his face. Did you know that Katura hates him? Yeah. Well, besides that, who does he have to sit next to to win at this moment? I just said Katura and Julie. Sorry, French. Well, why wouldn't Julie get all of Reba's votes? That's three. Sure, the jury is eight, but that's three out of eight. That's a pretty big chunk. Yeah. Why wouldn't Julie get those? What did Julie do to lose Reba's votes? So now Bruce has to win the remaining four out of the five votes to beat Julie in this hypothetical scenario. 
Does he get four out of five votes against Katura? Mm. He gets Jake's vote. He gets oh, maybe Caleb, maybe Kelly's vote. Maybe no, he's not going to get. I, Kelly's I don't vote. know. I think Kelly might cool off by that. She's very distraught she right might, now. But give her yeah. another twelve days. She might, or whatever many days are left. And that's true because I don't think Kelly would vote for Julie no, or Katura. Why would you vote for Katura? Yeah, Bruce yeah. might be the best option. Caleb, yeah, I don't know. Caleb at that point might just vote Katura or Julie. That's the thing. I'm just saying I don't know who Bruce sits next to to win at the moment. So I like Bruce as You're a person. Right. I think Bruce, I'm glad he had a redemption arc tonight to back up. I mean, I like Bruce, but I've been saying all season. I'm like, I understand the show is dumping on Bruce. But if you look at Bruce from like his eagle eye perspective, it's like, what is Bruce really doing? He's mm-hmm. just being unaware. He's not actually being like a real villain. He's being a survivor villain. Yeah. Which is a lot different. Like there have been real villains on survivor. He, Bruce is not a real villain. So anyways, I disagree with you on him being number three, but I'm glad you have a number three. I'm glad we have differences. And tomorrow, you're right, it could change because we do this tonight and then like I'll do the next day with Rebecca. Or I'll do the next day with you and I'll change my top three. Yeah, it happens. So my number three is Jake. Jake. I really like Jake. I feel like if Jake can somehow snake his way to the end, Jake could pull votes. I don't know if Jake pulls enough to win. That's where I'm at. And the sob story theory, I have to. But the problem with sob story theory is I can't. I know Bruce has it, but like that doesn't. I can't put Bruce above Jake. Bruce has the sob and the mat. <sighs> that no. is true. That's true. He is a double whammy. Yeah. That's one of the only reasons he moved up to not one of the only one of the <laughs> one of the con- help, contributing, contributing reasons. reasons yeah. Even though I don't believe in the sob theory. I believe in the sob story theory. I know you do. I believe I, I like Jake and I think Jake is likable, but I don't think he's gonna win. So he doesn't favorite- have any allies and therefore nobody would vote for him at the end. Yeah. I've been surprised by by I was surprised by Gabler winning. Maybe Jake has it and I don't know it. But what I will say is that I love in the comments when I don't love it actually. I do love it, but I don't love it. <laughs> People are like, can you stop talking about your theories? No. <laughs> I will not stop talking about theories when they're accurate. Yeah. I'm well, I mean this <laughs> And then is... when I'm wrong, you all get to laugh at me. Yeah. It's true. a win win. I'm wrong, you laugh. I'm right. We all laugh. <laughs> you know, there's laughter all around. Uh, the sob story theory is legit. Matt theory is legit. I can't ignore them. I can't. I, just which one's going to win this season? And at the moment, you're right. If Bruce wins, well, that just contributes to both because they've both been they both have been accurate the past four seasons. True. If you could look at them like all the winners had a sob and a Matt chat. So maybe Bruce is our winner. But like, oh, I mean, we need what is he going to do in the next four episodes to completely turn the tide to get the jury to vote for him? Because at the moment. People were like, today notice that he chilled out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if the jury goes, the people go to the jury and they tell everyone else, like, hey, I could, Bruce actually really changed. Like, he's truly changed. Like, he is not the Bruce we saw in the first 15, 16 days. True. That could be. It was just right. one episode, but. Well, if he continues down this path, yes, really, if he continues. Reflecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm not going to count. I, mean, I was counting Bruce out. I guess I won't count him out now. But Jake, for reason number three, I really like Jake. He has a sob story, but also Jake seems very likable. I feel like Jake could get to the end and I can't say, I don't know who he has to sit next to to win. That's what, yeah. It, I think he beats Bruce at the end, but like how are him and Bruce getting to the end at the moment? Reba really has to fall apart for Jake to get to the end and win. Yes. But the, we've seen collapses before. We I have. just made a video about it, about a big collapse. So collapses have happened to alliances. It's only an alliance of four. You know, they're not Mike Tyson. 
They're just Reva four. <laughs> I feel like we're getting set up for a Reva four downfall. Like, and they have to it's realize, possible. yeah, that they can't continue on together. Do they know? I wonder if they know that only three of them can reach the end. But we've talked about past seasons where it's like, hey, if you make an alliance, like an alliance force perfect number, because you'd be like, let's all get to fire, and then we'll, yeah, whoever wins immunity will decide who gets on fire. You know, like it seems like it's very like there's no reason to break up a four. Mm-hmm. It's the fifth person who should be like, oh, I'm screwed. I need to break. And that's Emily. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. if Emily talked to Katura, it could be Katura as well. Uh, Emily at Bruce ain't going to flip Katura. Emily has talked to Katura. Yes. But I don't think Katura will work with Bruce. So then we're back at. You got to think you yeah. got to get beyond that, though. That's where Emily, I know. No, I'm saying I think Emily could convince. I think Emily could talk to her and be like, Katura, you got to look beyond this. Like, think beyond your hatred of Bruce and think to. Where am I going to go in this game? Like, Katur, yeah. if you sit next to Bruce at the end, guess who wins? You know what I mean? Like, that's how Emily's got to present this thing. So we were talking about Jake. Yes. But sorry. And I'm not sure who Jake beats at the end, but I feel like Jake's very charismatic and he's such a huge character. Maybe he goes next week. If he does, obviously he drops off. I bet you didn't see that coming. If, he, if he's wow. out, I can't put him in my ranking, but I, I really uh, like Jake. I don't ha- He has personal content. He has strategic content. He's a very, very big character. He seems almost like the most prominent character at the moment on Bello. He keeps surviving like he has a good story if he reaches the end. Yeah. So I don't know. But at the same time, Reba 4 could collapse and this could be a whole different game. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. So who's your number two? My number two is Austin. It's a good choice. Yeah. I I've we talk about him every week. It just. How can we not? He's cool under pressure. He's smart. He's got two idols and he has three before. He has a crush on D. Yeah. That's so, new. Well, he has a tight alliance with Drew. And a seemingly tight alliance with D, which is very important. So I think that he has a really good path to the end. And I think he could beat Drew. I think he, I don't know if he could beat D, but I definitely think he could beat Drew at the end. There, hmm. He could beat most people that he sits next to at the end. He's likable. He's charming. He's <laughs> hasn't done that great in challenges so far. I mean, he does well in challenges. He's he not did like, great in the group challenges. Yeah, the, he's uh, not like flopping challenges. or anything. Yeah. But he hasn't won any individual immunities, which he should. At, I I would think he should at least. To be fair, he didn't really one. have a chance tonight. His team held him back. His team held him. If back, it was sure. if everyone was just at doing the challenge where they all held up plates, mm-hmm. he could have had a chance. That's true. So it's like very possible. We counted against him at the same time, like the what that uh vote off where. Uh, the original vote off where I forgot who got voted. Were they, were they half the team won and the other half didn't? Yes. Like, I think he was on the winning side of that. But that was, again, was a tri- basically a tribal immunity. Right. And they've done so many twists this. Like, it's almost like hard to remember, which has been like a normal immunity. That's true. But like the two normal immunities I can remember, Bruce has won them both. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was an immunity the week before where they're like, yeah. But anyways, Austin should be winning more than he is. Right. I guess to the point. He has an idol. Yes. An idol, he yes. He has an idol. He gave the other one to Julie. I'm positive Julie will give him we'll his see. idol back. So he should have two. He's just, I don't know. He's very, po- has such positive. There's not been one negative thing about Austin. And even with all these like, ooh, he's a target. Ooh, he's a threat. Or ooh, mm. he's a threat. Still, Austin, I think the closest thing we came to it was when Drew said, hey, we should play the idols for Austin and for D tonight because people will be coming after them. And that's like the, his own alliance saying, recognizing his threat. No, we need to say it. But, they, but even then, he's like, we need to save Austin. So, yeah, I wonder 
if Austin would have the gall to do. Remember in 41 when Shan approached Ricard or maybe Ricard approached Shan. I forgot who approached who. I think Ricard approached Shan. He's like, hey, can I get my advantage back? And she's mm-hmm. like, why do you want your advantage back? Why do you need your advantage? He's like, because I gave it to you so you could hold on to it till today and now yeah. I want it back. Do you think Austin would be willing to do that to Julie? Austin seems almost, almost non-confrontational. If he does it, it will be much better than when Ricard did it. Well, a lot of that was with the way Shan reacted. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, you're right. Ricard wasn't like, give me my advantage about it. No, he was just like very straightforward. And Shan's a crazy emotional player. Right. I could just see Austin being more like he's laying in the shelter. He's got like an arm over his eyes. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, Julie, you still got that thing? Like, you know, like body language and Uh, everything being... And that's something Chill. that Shan nor Ricard were ever good no, at. His body language. No. They both were bad at that. Yeah. As we as we mentioned throughout the whole 41, we're like, their body language. All right. So anyways. You have to make people feel comfortable. Right. Austin could ask in a very casual way. That yeah. works. My number two is Emily. Emily's dropped to number two. She I am has. like shocked. She has. She's well, Emily does have the match chat and I really like Emily. She has a lot of strategic content. I'm missing that personal content to some extent. We got personal content from uh, we her did. tonight. We did by main stop story, obviously. I'm missing her emotional backstory, which mm-hmm. could come. Bruce's mm-hmm. tonight almost, I mean, not made me fall out of my chair, but I was surprised. I thought it we were done. Late. I truly thought we were done. No. Oh, no. Why would we be in Modern Survivor? We need everybody needs a backstory. But yeah, Emily doesn't have that backstory I'm looking for at the moment. Also, like Jake. I think unlike Jake, I think she reaches the end and beats almost anybody. Yes. Which is a huge positive. It's the reason she's up here. But like Jake, I'm like her path to the end of the moment is kind of like if she's going to take shots, targets on her back at mm-hmm. the moment. At the current moment, if she does nothing and sits on her hands, she slides to five. Yeah. And she's out. Mm-hmm. But if she takes shots, does she have the guns to back it up? Does she have the power to back it up? Mm-hmm. Now's the time to do it. Don't let anyone else go without taking a shot. Good on Emily. Try. Right. We'll see. How this goes with three before, but the three before seems to be deadlocked with each other. Like no reason to turn on each other at the moment. Bruce, if Bruce could play his idol correctly, they could break up that read before. They could. That's what I'm hoping for next week. Knock out D, Julie, Austin, Drew, one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Emily, I'm really high on. She has a lot of good strategic content. I really like Emily. She's my favorite player of the season besides Bruce. Uh, I just, I had to move her down because I feel like there is one player who is in a better position almost mm. across the board. If you ignore all theories, there's one other person I think is in a better position. So who is your next player? My number one? Yeah, who's well, is Emily still. All right, so you talk about Emily. I uh, talk about Emily. You talk about Emily. Yeah, I I just, I mean, I agree with you. The personal content's there. The strategic content's there. And I can see her beating almost anyone at the end. I don't think she beats Austin. Why not? Uh... Why well, would she, she lose Austin? She could just because the jury could be mad at Reba for just controlling the game and vote Emily. Hey, well, she survived all by herself. That's true. I think Emily beats almost everybody. I think Emily. That's what I'm saying. She has such a good story. She's the only remaining survivor Lulu player. She's obviously had a really hard path to get there, and I I think she could convince a jury to vote for her. I really mm-hmm. do. She's smart, and even as, though she's awkward. She's still like people still like her. People still yeah. talk to her about things and people trust her. I mean, Kendra tonight said, oh, Emily made me feel safe because Emily said it was going to be Jake, mm-hmm. even though she had been saying, oh, no, they're telling me Jake, but it's really me. But then she goes and talks to Emily and Emily's like, no, it's Jake. Kendra feels safe. 
So I, I think that's just telling of Emily's personality. And I, I just think I, I think that that is telling us that she's going to make it to the end. I, especially if she makes fire and wins. That's the thing. That's like, the rub. Can't she make fire? Or she, she may be like Carson. Not be, she may not be great at challenges, but if she can prove, hey, I've gotten mm-hmm. here on my blood, sweat, and tears without any help from it. And, you know, Reba 4 turned on me. Lulu turned on me. Bella, whatever. But I yeah. still made it here. Like, she has such a good story. Yeah. And I would love to see her win. I just like her a lot. I really think there's only four people who are eligible to win. Austin's one of them. He didn't make my top three, but Austin's one of them. Mm-hmm. Jake and Emily are one of them. I, th- I don't think Bruce. I know Bruce had a redemption tonight, Mary. I don't agree with you. I think he's not going to win. You're right. I'm probably just making like an emotional decision. That's fine. I mean, it happens. Our winner analysis is not 100% like math and facts. Like, I think it's part of the appeal is that we are. T- it's like it is emotion, well, but also people. it is. Yeah. We're trying to be factual. But we're just human. I here's the thing: Drew and Julie aren't winning. Katura, this whole story is just about Bruce. Yeah, that's not, not a winning. Yeah, Bruce has so much negativity. How does he win over a jury? If he does, by the way, amazing, like amazing. If he pulls mm-hmm. that off, that's four out of the eight for me. There's only four four contenders, and that's Austin, Jake, Emily, and my number one's D. D. That's not, by the way, not my exact ranking. Um, the way I want to rank yeah, those I get people, it. Yeah. but. I'm just talking through the final eight. Like, in my opinion, D's number one. When she said, whoever I want, whoever I want gone tonight is gone. I'm like, I have, I, she's, she's moved up. I've heard this enough times from people who win. Haven't we also heard this from people who get too cocky? I don't though? think she's too cocky. And then the next week they go home. We also heard tonight Julie's unwilling to vote D off. Austin's unwilling to vote D yeah. off. That is, are you kidding me? D should take Austin and Julie to final three. Well, she should. Or she should take them to Final Four and fire make Austin out of this game. Yeah, she shouldn't take Austin. Drew's the weak point of this alliance at the moment. Yes. But D at the moment has two people out of eight, by the way, unwilling to vote her off. She is the third person. She cannot vote herself off. That is almost half of the people left in the game. That's three out of eight. She's been shown to be prominent. She has the sob story. She doesn't have a Matt chat, which is a, you know, it was a big thing we'll see if that ends up there and as i said before they could be finally upending that after so many seasons in a row mm-hmm. but d is just like if this isn't a like a winner i don't know who is like emily and her are like the true only people here with like a winner at it like classic winner at it it's either d or emily at the moment for me if anyone else wins it's gonna be like wow like what an amazing thing that you did to turn this thing around to win yeah. or Holy crap, Austin was under the radar, but yet visible the whole time, you know? He has not been under the radar. No, I mean, like, but he's not, like, controlling. So if he wins, that means he, like, he, like, did things, as you said, cool, calm, and collected. Sure. Like, very, not casual is not the right, but, but, you know, he's not, like, stressed. He's not paranoid. Well. He's not making emotional decisions. Yeah. That's my fear with D. D what has been my number three for a long time. And she'd probably be my number three tomorrow. She's not you've, perfect. You've convinced me. She's not perfect. But I think my issue with these, is like she is so aggressive and emotional. I keep saying that, but I just don't think she's going to win a jury over, even if she's sitting next to. And that could be it. Maybe she gets yeah. to the final three. And because she was so in charge, I don't know. Will people respect her? That's the question. Yeah. The thing is, D's not like pulling stuff that we get from people who go to the end and lose. Like, just burning people to their faces 
She, yeah, like the worst she's thing not, she's, she's done no is Russell Hans, I guess. Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, it's the most extreme example. We've seen other examples as well. But like, she, I mean, the worst thing she's done, villain wise, we've seen is eat some extra rice. Like, I don't. And that wasn't even really her fault. That was that was my. I mean, Drew. it was Drew was definitely perpetuating yeah. that, and she just went along with it, though she enjoyed it. It's not like there's nothing D's really done at the moment to really burn the jury necessarily. So. She does need to sit next to the right people. I don't think D is a guaranteed winner. I think Emily wins guaranteed if she reaches the final yeah. three. So D, it's in D's best interest and all that Emily get there. But I think the only two people here are Emily and D to win this game. If it's not D or Emily, we're getting Gablerd. Like, I, I don't know. I gotta be. I mean, it could be Austin. Mm-hmm. It could be Jake. They are Jake and Austin are prominent. I just don't see who lets them get who lets Austin get to the end at the moment. And also with Jake. Does Jake win the jury over? Yeah. If he sits well, next to D and Emily, does he win the jury? No. No. You know who gets Austin to the end? That's the Reba four. Well, yeah. If but that, that requires the Reba four to only have other. Austin at the end. If he sits next to D, does Austin Austin gets Drew's Austin, vote? But who else's vote does Austin get? I still think Austin D gets beats. Julie's. Mm, D gets Julie's. That's it. You think it's all she? That's gets? That's all she gets. We'll see. I'm very high on D. I. As a, next week, if things go well for D, if the Reba 4 doesn't get broken up, or, or if it's D for some reason wanted a Reba 4 to go, I don't think she does. If things go D's ways next week, I'm ready to lock in D at number one for the winner. Okay. I, I'm on the verge of it yeah. because it's just like tonight, like almost solidified. Like D had been moving up my list all year. She's been sitting at number two. She couldn't break the ceiling of Emily. This week she broke for me. When there's two people here in the game saying they will not vote you off mm-hmm. and one has lust for you and the other one seems set in her ways. Like, I don't think they're flipping. The yeah. lust is too strong. There's only like 10 days left. You have no idea. Austin is Even lusting. And I'm not her. saying okay. that in a negative sense. I'm saying that he's attracted to D. Mm-hmm. They have not like done a Matt and Franny and like, you know, confessed love for each other or anything. But I don't think. Austin would vote her off if he really likes her like that. The question is, will D do it? Because Austin said that about D, but we didn't hear from D saying she. Austin didn't say anything about Austin. D. Okay, all right. Oh, well. I mean, all he said was that he wasn't ready to get rid of her yet. That's all he said. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Just something. Something's there. Kendra even made the love comment. Kendra made the love comment. But I'm yeah. saying we haven't heard anything from D saying she won't vote off Austin. Austin said he won't vote off D. Yeah. He doesn't want to. Anyways, that's it for our winner analysis for today. We'll go more in depth tomorrow. But my, I'm not changing my number one tomorrow. That's locked. Same with number two. Those are my top two. I might research Jake with Austin. Like, I might swap them, maybe. Austin hasn't had a backstory, though. A bit killer. That's okay. All right. Well, let's move on to your all's questions I, I get from you on YouTube uh, after the episode's over with. Okay. First question is the Rebel Dog. This was the weakest episode of the season for me. Why would they include Emily bringing up Dee's name on next time on Survivor last week if they didn't even include it in this episode? They did include it in this episode. I know. That's why I like the comments we could oh. respond to. They did include it in the episode. Okay. I think the rebel dog must have missed that. But it, I mean, it was an important moment and they included it. So, all right. Next question is go, go Geneve. Uh, oh, I'm saying that all wrong. Go, go Geneve. Genevieve. Yeah. Where are we on the sob story theory? Feelings on Bruce? Do you think it helps Bruce marry? I moved him up tonight. I felt like it, not just the sob story, just his overall. The whole episode. Yeah. His overall change in the episode was good for Bruce. So that's why he moved up for me. 
not necessarily just because of the sob story, but you have more stock. Bruce went from not winning this game at all to, well, if he can change the jury's mind with a a redemption arc here, maybe we get Gablered by Bruce. Yeah. Maybe, but I need to see more than one because this is only one day that steps took place over. I need to see more than one day of this behavior change Mm -hmm. and other people talking about it for me to be convinced that it can make any impact. So. We'll see if hopefully Bruce doesn't revert back to how he was and we do get a redemption arc and it's like, oh, wow, what a sweet like it was like it went so wrong for so long, but it ended up being sweet by the end. Like what a good story for Bruce. All right. Next question is from W.O.Q. 19. Why did Bruce vote Kendra? How did he know? I'm so lost. Bruce voted. Why Everyone did voted Bruce, Kendra? Tonight. Yes. Everyone. Well, except for Kendra. Yeah, they didn't show. They didn't show the com- that conversation. That would have been nice, I guess. But then it would have been obvious who was going home. So I'm sure it was just Emily or Drew or somebody pulled him aside probably soon before tribal and told him what, what was really going on. Next question is from Zeb Hillard. Holy crap. Is Jake actually going to end up winning this thing? And see, I, this is why he's in my top three because like I can see it. I don't, like at the moment, I'm not sure how he pulls it. But I can see it. it. The door is not closed on winning. What do you think, Mary? You think the door is closed on winning for Jake? Yeah, I do. I mean, he's been on the outs this whole time. Everyone's ready to get rid of Jake. So that's my opinion. I, I understand that he's had a good story. Yeah. But this is just like final fighting days before you get killed. You know, on one hand, I can see how he could win. On the other hand, I'm like. If he reaches the end, is he just like another Owen who gets zero votes? Yeah, he's not. You know, where it's yeah. like where it's like very he has charisma. He can talk his way, you know, and it makes sense. But at the same time, like Owen still got nothing when if he did that. Drew, the king of the goofy people, is mm-hmm. calling Jake a goof. Like, I mean, you're saying that says on. a lot. That says a lot. All right. Next question from Hector. Is Bruce the next Mike Holloway? Uh, Mike Holloway, winner of Worlds Apart. He won like five immunity challenges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we watched that season two, not last summer. Is your last summer two summers ago? I forgot one. Um, is he the next Mike Holloway? I don't know if Bruce is like Mike Holloway was dominating immunity challenges. I don't know if Bruce is dominating immunity challenge because his first win was only against half the field of people. Like four people couldn't even, didn't even participate, and then tonight he's only against two other people. So, uh, I mean, it's hard to say when he hasn't competed against everybody every time. He can be against everybody last week on the poll. No, last week four people didn't do it so they oh, can they get the rice. Out. You're right. Remember, sorry. it got stabbed. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. Stabbed the burger Royce. That's how right. can we lest we forget? All right, next question is from Joey DePal. Anyone else fear the worst when the official Survivor account put out a video showing the hourglass? Because in the intro tonight there was an hourglass. Yes. We didn't even talk about it. Yeah, the timer for their my logic butt cheek puzzle. did clench up a little bit. I was halfway nervous but then like what how what are they gonna do like reverse time and bring back the jury i you know if a hammer went through that hourglass during the shot i would have feared for the worst but i'm with you i think after thinking about it for a few minutes i was like this has to be for a challenge or something yeah like there was no way i'm like hammer didn't go through it i'm not overly concerned but it did i was worried there was a little yeah there was a little flutter of the heart uh they better not like the three people lose their vote have the chance to reverse if they what if that could have been it the three people who lose their vote all win their challenge and they get to pick which of the other two teams lose their votes instead of them. Sure. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the hourglass. Yeah. I don't know. 
All right, next question from Hardy Har. It seems like D is a huge threat now, and everyone knows it. But with Julie saying she would never vote for her, and Austin seemingly wrapped around her finger, which I've been saying, could she just march to the end despite everyone knowing she'll win? I think people let Jam Jam win. Yeah. How did people not see that, in my opinion? Jam Jam was so obvious. He was so well, charismatic. You let him get to the end. Of course he's going to make the whole jury laugh, and they just let him do it. No, I think people <laughs> underestimated Jam Jam. They they didn't see he was a threat at all. They thought he was just a goof. They thought he was just fun. Yeah, they but underestimated him. D, they see that she's good at challenges. They see that she's funny. They see the, D won an immunity. Yeah, yeah. So I I I don't I wouldn't compare her to Jam Jam, but I do agree that she could definitely slip to the end and get get taken by Austin and Julie and and possibly win okay well i just had somebody comment on a video saying that i can't tell if this is a joke we're gonna add this in you ready somebody commented on five times survivor blew our minds thank you for your analysis hannah gave her tribe a further chance to win after the 36 hour monsoon that occurred when they had no pot no machete no shelter or fire and that was not filmed so i of course asked for the source of this information because i've never heard of this in my entire life Uh uh-huh so anyways, <laughs> did Hannah comment on the video <laughs> secretly? <laughs> All right. Next question is from Chris. Bruce is turning into a challenge beast. Do you think Emily will be able to form a co- coalition against D next episode or is it all just smoke and mirrors? I am hoping it's not smoke and mirrors, but that I, that's what would help Emily's game. And that, so that's what I'm hoping happens. But we shall see. Okay, well, that's it for this week's questions. If you all know about this 36-hour monsoon that happened during Survivor 45 that supposedly Hannah... Uh, I, just let me know. Let me know if Survivor extended their filming schedule to be more than 26 days and nobody knows about it except for this one commenter. I would love to know. Mary's laughing. She's laughing. I actually got her to laugh. All right, well, let's end the episode on a high note. We will be back tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, if you're listening on Thanksgiving when it released on YouTube. And we'll be back tomorrow with our full-blown winter analysis. Okay, bye. Bye.